Welcome to 17 Strong. Victories don't come by accident. Here's your host, Steve Teixeira. Thanks, Andy. Welcome to another 17 Strong podcast. I'm your host, Steve Teixeira, with my beautiful wife, Holly. Hey. We're back at it. This time away from the road. We're I home know. We're for home a for a change. I like it. It's kind of nice. Kinda yeah, nice. I agree. So we've talked about this before in our other podcast that we do a scholarship. Yeah, it's one of my favorite things to do. Right. It's not associated with 17 Strong, although we market it through 17 Strong and everything. Well, 17 Strong and Ryan kind of just go together. They do. Right? They do. Mm -hmm. And one of the scholarships is at Colorado Mesa University. Yep. And the other one is through Aurora Grandy High School, where he went to high school. That's right. And... And I think that one's super special, too, because we isn't funded by 17 Strong. It's funded by us. Um, and those are Ryan's birthday and Christmas presents. And um, it makes me feel a little bit better. Right. That we get to do this for somebody else. And um, I love doing it. It's it's a lot of fun. Yeah. And I really like meeting the people who are the recipients. You and I don't get to pick those people. That's right, because they can't even apply, remember? Right, right. This is all picked by coaches, mm -hmm. the athletic department, and everything else. And it's people that most exemplify what Ryan stood for, what Ryan worked at. His leadership. His leadership on, on and off the field yep. and everything. So we are fortunate to have one of our recipients. This year it went to two different people. Yep. But we have one of them with us today. Would you like the honors? I would. I would like to introduce to you Riley Osborne. Yes. And her mom, Lisa. Thank you so much for being here. Thank yes. you so much. Yes. And yes. would thank you, you just. Us. Yes, yeah. absolutely. And congratulations. <laughs> thank yeah. You. Thank you. Congrats. Um, I just want you to start by maybe just telling us a little bit about yourself, um, where you plan, where you went to school, how many brothers and sisters you have, yes. and where you plan to go to college and all that fun stuff that's coming up in a new chapter of your life. So go ahead and start. Well, I have a little brother who is 13. Mm -hmm. I have an older sister who is 19. 20. 20. <laughs> that's okay. 20. Right. That's okay. She's, that's right. I don't know uh, how old my that's, so right. that's okay. She goes to ASU. My brother goes to Mason Middle School. Gotcha. Um, let's see. I'm going to Cal Lutheran next year. Um, I'm going to play softball and study exercise science. Nice. Um, I'm going to also minor in art. Good. So, got a little mix there. That's great. Yeah. Why yeah. Art? That's great. Well, yeah. Well, my dad's side of the family are huge artists. And I've always been into art growing up, so I wanted to keep with it. It was like a very last-minute decision. It was like we were doing, I don't know, what were you we doing? We were doing... <clears throat> registering for what you are going to do for classes. And yeah, like, like it was like, it was past, I already mm -hmm. applied to the school, and I was applying to classes, and I was like, what if I minor in art? Seems interesting, <laughs> so... <laughs> I just, just try that. Let's just do it. Yeah. yeah. So I, just, do you, I, just I mean, do you it. like painting and drawing? And oh yeah. Like oh, that? and you're really yeah. good. You like to do stuff. Yes. Mm -hmm. yeah. 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 I really she has like a to really draw. big artistic side. She actually plays the drums too. Yeah. Yeah. I played the drums. This girl amazes me <laughs> yeah. every time. Okay. I'm yeah. like yeah. something new. Yeah. Something new. Well, I just can't I, even. I think because we have a lot of people that aren't watching. Uh, we have a lot of people that just listen. True. 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 I think we need to preface all of this <laughs> okay. by letting everybody know no. yes. that Riley has a disability. Yes, yeah. But yeah. Riley doesn't allow the disability <laughs> to stop her from anything. No, absolutely. we just heard. Yeah. Softball, yeah. art, plays the drums. Yep. I, I don't know what else you do. Yeah. I, I can't wait to hear. Yeah. <laughs> it's going to all come out. Yeah. So you Everything. were born yes. with a... With 
And tell us what, what, yeah. Yeah. what, 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 what is the, the medical term? Right. You want me to do that, that would be her. <laughs> okay, they refer to it as it's a congenital amputation. Um, it's caused by something called amniotic banding syndrome. So basically, in your amniotic fluid, you have these little fibers when they're and then, so when she was little, I mean, you're talking tiny, 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 right? Uh, very first developing, and when the arms are first forming, what can happen is those little teeny fibers can get wrapped around one of the appendages, and it just cuts off the circulation. So it just never finishes growing, essentially, is what happens. Okay. It's the most common form of what causes congenital amputations. Um, and so she's what's considered <laughs> left below elbow, uh, meaning that she has just a little bit just below her left elbow and nothing else for the rest of her left arm. Yeah. Do, okay. Do you, do you have nubs for fingers, anything, or it, it's just... I have this little pinky. Um, <laughs> I can move. Like okay. But other than that, nope. nope. Because okay. I have, Straight a, up no. I have a family member oh, yes. who was born without fingers uh -huh. on, okay. on her left hand. Left hand as well. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. 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 Um, so it has the palm of the hand. She has the palm of the hand. Everything and yeah. just little nubs yeah. for fingers. But she does yep. have a little, like, thumb yeah yes. so um she was you know she's she didn't know any different yeah. oh yeah, yeah. for sure she really didn't and nor was it anything that she wanted to pursue to you know do anything with anything yeah. with like yeah. a prosthetic so yeah. Let, let's dive a little deeper into okay that. Mm -hmm. so Lisa, when did you find out that your daughter was going to be born this way? Yeah, so you know, like, well, those of you who have had kids, you probably know that you go in for an appointment right around the time you're 20 weeks. And mm -hmm. most people think of it as the find out the sex appointment, right? Yes, <laughs> that's exactly. Is a boy or but girl. really what yeah. they're doing also, obviously, is checking everything. Sure. Um, just everyone doesn't really like to think about those parts. They just want to think, oh, the fun part, and finding out the sex. Mm -hmm. yeah. And so we went in for that appointment. Um, they did, they're doing all their checks, and, um, you know, if we found out she was going to be a girl and the ultrasound tech is the one that does it right it's not the doctor and it's actually funny I, I think about this a lot is I was in that appointment and you know you how you just make small talk sure so I was in the appointment and I said um I said so if you find something are you able to tell us and they're like and she's like no I'm not the doctor so I can't like diagnose anything mm. I just take all the pictures and give it to the doctor after and I said oh that must be really awkward if you find something and then you have to sit there the rest of the appointment and not, you not know, say anything, anything. Um, so we did the whole appointment and then we finished the appointment and probably like 15 minutes after we left the appointment, our doctor called us and said they think they might have found an anomaly with her arm, um, but we're not 100% sure because sometimes, you know, the way the baby's laying, yeah. it'll be like behind mm -hmm. them or something. And they said, so we want you to come back in tomorrow to like essentially like an ultrasound specialist where they have like okay. higher, higher resolution ultrasounds or whatever. So we went in the next day for that appointment and they did, you know, looked into it more and they confirmed that she didn't have her left hand. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And that, and it was not going to grow. There was no, Correct. okay. Yeah. So that at that was, point there's no, yeah. Okay. Mm -hmm. Okay. And yeah. so, and what were your, what were your thoughts? What were your thinking? What yeah. were your feelings? So, were, you know, it's like, um, you definitely go through like an initial grieving process, right? Because your child's going to be different than what you imagined in your head. Um, and you know, I didn't know anybody who was an amputee. I was right. never really around it. So you're imagining, you know, oh, they're not going to be able to do all these things. Um, I remember the first thing that my husband thought was that, you know, he's like, it was, it's a funny first thought, but he was like, where would she put her wedding ring? You know, could you put it on your left hand? Like these are the kind of, the, yeah, yeah, these yeah. are the kind of thoughts that like mm -hmm. popped into mm -hmm. his head. Um, 
And uh, so, you know, we went through probably like a week or so of like having a really hard time, like trying mm-hmm. to adjust to it. And then after that, we just embraced it, got over it. Yeah. yeah. I did a lot of, you know, you do a lot of what everybody does, you know, you go on the internet, do a lot of reading, mm. you know, try to to see other similar kids to make yourself yeah. see kind of what their future will look like. And so by the time she was born, you know, cause this was another 20 weeks later, you sure. know, we, we had fully adjusted to it and awesome. You know, we're fine. Awesome. Point, and yeah. did you like in your headspace at that time, just say, we're just gonna live a normal life and we're just gonna, yeah. uh, she's gonna adapt and she's yeah. gonna overcome and figure this out. Yeah. That was our goal from the beginning. Was okay. To, you know, not let her make that something that kept her from doing anything that she wanted to do. And, you know, it's, it's hard when they're little, you have a lot of really, um, uncomfortable moments, you know, cause people don't quite know how to react. Sure. So you have to do a lot of, you know, when you're bringing them, you know, you think about, you're going to bring your kid to swim lessons. Like you can't just show up, right? Like you have to kind of give them a head. Yeah. Back. You have to call yeah. in advance yeah. and talk to him. So there's a lot of that when she was little. Okay. Um, and, um, uh, but you know, she did everything and she's, yeah. she's always done everything. She's been okay. Yep. That's, that's really, that's really cool. Did, I love did, that. Did you research prosthet, uh, prosthetics. prosthetics and yeah. Was that an option yeah. ever? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Um, so there's a, I don't know if you've heard of Shriners hospital, yes. mm-hmm. uh-huh. um, but they're, they're kind of two big areas are, um, childhood amputees and then burn mm-hmm. uh, children who have burn or burn victims that's kind of their two specialties and so when she was little we went to Shriners Hospital a lot, a lot. yeah um, a lot. the closest one is down in LA mm-hmm. and she tried many different prosthetics um she would go through these phases <laughs> where like she I really wanted yeah. one and like I, I really want to have a prosthetic I really want to use it she would use it for like a couple of weeks and she'd be like, I'm not using this. Yeah. Like he would totally drive her nuts. She'd take it off and it would like end up in the corner. And then she didn't want it at all again for like years. And then all of a sudden again, she'd be like, I want a prosthetic. And so we would go do it all over again. Yeah. Because it's all about how like you, you grow and yeah. obviously it doesn't fit. And then you have to do oh, it yeah. all over again. Like another mold Constantly or Constantly have to keep new ones. So. Yeah. Well, do you have one right now? I do. I have two actually. And do, you, do you wear them? Yeah, well, kind of. So I use one for my bike, which I use that one a lot. Um, so I just attach onto my bike, and then it's kind of like this like socket thing with a little screw at the tip of it, and I just put it in, and it like clicks. That's when I know it's in, and then I'm pretty much stuck on that bike. So if I fall, <laughs> there is a little safety button, but I think if I'm falling, I probably wouldn't think of putting that safety button, oh. but that's one more thing. To <laughs> yeah. Think about. So, gotcha. yeah. So, um, I use that one a lot yeah. and okay. it has, um, has like little tips that you can change out mm-hmm. on the end of it. Okay. So right now it has the bike riding one on there, but, um, they have like a weightlifting one, which I used for maybe like a month. Um, so you may end up using it again in college. Yeah. 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 I will probably, but Okay. In pieces are called terminal devices. So essentially you make the prosthetic, which Mm -hmm. is the part that that is like molded to her arm. And then it goes to like a wrist, think of like that. Sure. And then you can attach and unattach different pieces to the end based on the activity you're doing. Oh, so there's like a whole catalog, like, you know, I want to go kayaking. So I need something to hold a paddle or whatever. Gotcha. And so she has the one she's talking about, the bike riding one. Um, And then the one like for working out would be like it clamps onto like a weight bar, you know. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. But there, I know they've made a lot of progress with with this. Oh, yeah. But you have 
no sensation when you're using that. There's nothing that's that's stimulating the nerve endings in no. your arm. Yeah, that was honestly probably one of the bigger problems because a lot of people that do get um, prosthetics, they did lose their arm. So they want that like kind of feeling back where they have two hands. Um, so when we were trying this new prosthetic that I have that I used for <laughs> also month. like a month, <laughs> um, <laughs> it was an experience though to get it. Sure. But, um, it it connects to my what does it connect to my like little? It uses nerve. like the residual like nerves and yeah. muscles on the end of your arm, mm -hmm. and there's okay. these little sensors on it. So yeah. like essentially, she can think about like I'm gonna close my hand. Yeah. Right. Mm -hmm. And it's supposed to activate the right parts of the end of her arm, oh. which activates the, hits the right sensors that then makes the hand close yeah. it's on the end of it. That That's amazing. So it's really amazing. cool. Yeah. Did it work for you? Kind of. It kind of worked. <laughs> it was really hard for them to get the sensors right and everything because they're like, okay, now picture your hand closing. I'm like, I can't picture that. Like, I can't picture. Because you've never had it. Yeah, I've never had it. Right. And so the people that were using this prosthetic, they knew what that felt, felt like. like. That yeah, it tends like. to work better yeah. for people who had traumatic amputations yeah. mm. where they previously had a. Sure, sure, sure. It was yeah. like that makes sense. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. yeah, it was like a brand new design that just came out of the UK. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah, and it was like 3D printed. So a lot of problems with prosthetics is they're really, really heavy, mm -hmm. and so the 3D printed part made it super light. So. We wanted to try it out because I didn't want to use one of those. Also, those metal ones, those big, chunky metal ones are really expensive. Yeah. Okay. And that one was like half the price or less. Yeah. Okay. And so. And the ones with the claw on the end? Yeah. Well, they, we So the original had ones we had from Shriners, those are the ones with the claw on the end. And those are like manual prosthetics. Yeah. So essentially okay. you have like a strap across your back. It's like a string <clears throat> kind of thing. And you like yeah. put your other arm into it and mm. then. It's just a total manual, like, if you straighten your arm, yeah, it makes the arm, the hand open, mm. and then you bring your arm, and it recloses the hand. And these are ones that have been around forever. Yeah. Gotcha. Um, like, the okay. original prosthetic. And they're still, like, very usable. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and they do those at Shriners because they're a lot cheaper, you know, and they can make them for a lot more kids. Yeah. Um, okay. The one she's talking about is, you know, it's pretty expensive, so <laughs> it wouldn't be very available <laughs> to a lot of... And, yeah. you know, it's not something that's covered by insurance because... They don't think it's necessary to have two hands. So oh, oh, <laughs> it's not oh. a medical necessity to have oh, two hands. We're, 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 we're not even going down that route. We're not going to get started on that. Yeah. Right okay. Yeah. 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 It's a whole different. Yeah. I, can, I had I many can... conversations with insurance companies about <laughs> right. who's playing God and who's yeah. playing doctor. Right. Yeah. Right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. yeah. okay. So let's um, just try to stay yeah, focused on that and not get too upset. Yeah. But it's for her. It's fine. I mean, she really. I think you know she went through her phases of prosthetics because you know in your mind. She would hit like a developmental phase where like something would be frustrating her, and she's like, "That was mainly where yeah, it came from." Then, and she'd be like, "I want a prosthetic," you know, because she'd yeah. be frustrated about something. And yes. so, getting the prosthetic was more of a, it was like a comfort, like a mental thing, right? Yeah. Like a more sure. of a comfort yeah. from a mental yeah. standpoint. Yeah. And then she would get it, and then feel better about it, and then she was like, "I'm done. You know, and that's what we were doing. It, it yeah, for. It was like just for her to support yeah. her. Yeah. Um, but I don't really see her probably ever using one. Yeah. Okay, so let's go back to, I was going to go back like as a kid. Mm -hmm. okay, okay, so let's let's talk about this for, so she crawled, 
Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. I had a prosthetic for that. Cr- oh, you did? Yeah. <laughs> that was her first ever prosthetic. Yeah, it's really cute. It's really little. cute. It's yeah. about this big. Yeah. yeah. It was really cute. And when she would crawl, you could hear her coming because it would be like... Boom. Doom. <laughs> Boom. Doom. Because oh, everything yeah. on okay. Yeah. Okay. Um, so she kind of... And that was just like... Right. There's no hand. It literally was there specifically for crawling. Yeah. yeah. Just for the, the forearm yep. type thing. Yep. Mm-hmm. Okay. So she did that well. Mm-hmm. Yep. Okay. And then... And she went to walking and you didn't really, you didn't need okay. Yeah. So then you start with activities like, mm-hmm. um, I mean, and obviously she likes activities <laughs> she that does. a lot of people have two arms for. Yeah. So, um, I mean, but just normal stuff, yeah. like, um, maybe stuff that hobbies that you guys liked and you just brought her along with you, yeah. Yeah. whether it be a bike Everything. or a, yeah, yeah. Okay. very, um, adventurous family. So yeah. She's whatever we did, I, season, you did. Uh, yeah rafting wet water rafting yeah you've done repelling yeah yep and what do you do you you know nothing for you just go i just i just go yeah. you just figure go. it out when we get there you don't know any different yeah you figure it out no. you, yeah and, and it sounds to me just we're talking about the prosthetic yeah that mm-hmm. even when you do have that other limb mm-hmm. you are so used to not having it right yeah that you don't it's want almost, it yeah it just gets in the way it get, yeah right it gets yeah. in the gets way, in the way. Yeah. that's yep. it yeah that is such a good way to say it yeah, yeah. well I don't have anything to compare it to, but I do have, uh, Ryan loved special needs kids mm-hmm. and, um, there's something called the challenger program. Mm-hmm. And a lot on our podcast, we talk about the yeah. challenger. Do you know about it? I do. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Mm-hmm. Okay. So <laughs> Ryan was very involved with mm-hmm. the challenger program at Colorado Mesa university. They have a huge, oh. um, network community there. And so, and I'm thinking of Cody. Are you thinking of Cody? Yep. I <laughs> love this kid and he is, um, his parents, same thing. You, we're going skiing. You're going too. Yeah. And you're we're we're going bowling. You're going too. And I, and I, my rational mind is yeah. thinking, how is this happening? Yeah. How can this work? But it does. It works. It doesn't. It's never a second guess. You have the you, the resources that you need. Mm-hmm. The kid literally goes down the ski slope on this bike, like modified little bike. Huh? That has a. I don't know. How I'd call it a bike. I don't know how to what you call it. But. Amazing. His yeah. crutches have skis on them. Oh, yeah. And, you know. Oh, yeah. I know what you're talking about. Yeah. Yes. yes. Yeah. I was like, this is the most amazing thing ever. You know, um, he's never, ever let it stop him mm-hmm. do anything. He yeah. runs the bases. Yeah. He, does he runs the bases yeah. with his crutch, his crutches, his yeah. crutches. And he um, he bowls. He just doesn't run and bowl. He yeah. has to go and and. I every I, I need time. to start bowling that way because maybe I'll get better. Right, <laughs> but nothing like he 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 has this awesome mindset. Yeah, and it's so cool to see and hear and um his new things that he's trying. You know, I'm gonna try this. I'm yeah. gonna get good at this. And, yeah. Um and so I'm sure as you were growing up, is there one thing or a few things that you can say that maybe were a little hard? Oh yeah, for sure. Okay. Um, Tying my shoes growing up. I didn't start tying my shoes until like third grade. Yeah. Yeah, third grade, which is. She was so frustrated. Everyone at her yeah. school was already I had like little shoes. curly ties. And so they would they would just. So you didn't actually have to yeah, tie it. It's tightened and they would yeah. curl. Good news. Yeah. Slip on shoes are yeah, all yeah. the rage. I know. Slip on shoes. Just saying. I know. That's right. That's right. <laughs> it's funny when she's little, we would say all these things to her like, you don't need to tie your shoes. There's a million pairs of shoes that you. You don't need. need. Yeah. Right. She was like. I didn't want that to stop me from wearing yeah, the shoes that I wanted was to like, wear. Well, yeah. it was bad. And it was like she yeah. didn't like 
that there was something that all the kids could do that she, oh, yeah. she couldn't do. do. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So she would just practice and practice. Like she was, <laughs> it would just really annoy her. Yeah. Even if it didn't matter. Oh. So you can do it now one-handed. Yes. I want to see it. Let's do it. Okay, let's try this. <laughs> I have to scoot over. Can you do it? Yeah. I want to see this. Okay, so you have to sit down. Do you have this on camera? <laughs> She's can you, you put your foot up on the table? No. No. So I have to be able to reach. She has to be able to reach with her little arm. I tell you what, we'll do. We'll We're show do all of our, all okay, of our yes. listeners afterwards. Okay, thank you. Yeah. I, I want to see that. That was one of my questions too, Riley. Oh yeah. I want to know if she ties her shoes. I want to know if she ties her shoes. Like, it's, I mean, those are important things. Yeah. But they're really not. Yeah. I mean, now you know they're not yeah. that important. I mean, as far as you can live your whole life without <laughs> tying you know, shoes, tying a shoe. Yeah. Yeah, but you yeah, know how. And I find it really odd right now <laughs> that you're wearing Converse <laughs> tie-up basketball shoes. I know. And your mom's got the slip-on slip shoes. Exactly. Yep. Yep. That's what happens when you get to be our age. That's it. Yeah. Slip-on. You're like, I'm not bending over. Like, I'm not. <laughs> I love it. anything extra. I love it. I yeah. love that. No. Oh, my gosh. So any other sports that maybe you were challenged by and were frustrated by? Well, um, basketball was frustrating. I ended up playing varsity basketball but it varsity was varsity basketball as a freshman when uh, she played varsity basketball at ag high yeah, yeah starting mm -hmm. junior year yeah awesome. she yeah. was captain of her basketball team and her softball team this yeah year. i was yeah i was yeah. one of the so assistant dave captains. ross so, dave one of your yeah. yeah shout out to dave ross yeah. and shout ross to dave family ross. yes yes we love yeah. you favorite ever. coaches ever yeah yeah yeah, yeah. 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 i love him dave we go but way back with Dave. he was one of ryan's baseball coaches oh for sure and then i knew Dave from business and everything else mm -hmm. and love the Ross family. So. We love the Ross family. Yeah. Yeah. So that's a hard heart to go out to them. Like coaching experiences have ever been yeah. with Dave. Um, when she was, was you, were you a freshman when he made the double drill? Yeah. Cause college? he was my freshman coach and then he oh. moved to varsity when I moved up to varsity. Okay. And, um, I think we were playing like Lompoc or something. Um, my freshman year and the, um, what is it? A ref? Yeah, a ref. <laughs> so many different umpire refs. Anyways, yeah. the ref called a double dribble on me. And the... <laughs> I would have liked to have seen that. Yeah, and oh. Dave yelled like, you could have called anything else. You could have made up something and you called a double dribble. <laughs> he was so... He was, so he was like was yelling. Really it was funny. That's yeah. the one thing you can't do yeah. is a yeah. double dribble. I, can't. Yeah. I was like, you could have called traveling on me. I think... That would have made more sense, but yeah. called a double dribble. Yeah. And I, I don't think I like registered it at the moment when I was playing, but then after, like, it's probably one of my favorite things that he has said because yeah. it was so funny. It yeah. was In so moment, funny. Was funny. Yeah. yeah. Oh, my God. oh, that's hilarious. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Uh, I'm curious to know how you were received by other kids growing up. Were you bullied? Mm, not really, mostly because I had an older sister with me who was protective. But sure. I honestly. Honestly, I was pretty like friendly, outgoing little kid. So, so if somebody stared at you, you like, you want me to tell you about it? What did you like? You just no, uh, no you didn't. No. Say that. <laughs> you got lots of stares. Lots of stares. It would always bother me. Oh, I'd always go home and talk about it, but mm -hmm. I would never say anything. I think mostly little kids were my problem, like because yeah. they, you know, they don't filter. They right. don't. They would just be like, oh, what happened to your arm? And they're also or, not good with personal space. So yeah. They so they touch would it touch it, go up to it. Oh. And being in elementary school, <laughs> it's rough when you're like, you know, fifth grade and there's kindergartners running around 
You're sure. Like, What's and it, there's always new kindergartners every single year. So every year, every so year. they're always interested. Like the show and tell. Yeah, it, every single yeah yeah. And but what school did you go to? Shelby Elementary. Oh, that's yeah. a great school. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So you felt like you always had to say something. It was never just. Uh-huh. It was always <laughs> in your face. This is it. Yep. Because there's new kids that need to be educated. Yeah. yeah. On it. And that was kind of the big thing with her. You know, every time she played a new sport, and you know, you have every year you have a new team. Yeah. And so then, you know, we would always have to like call the coach beforehand, and then set up like the first day, you know, like introductions, so mm-hmm. that he could like. Just like say, just get it out there. You mm. just want to like get it out there the first day, sure, and then it's just over with. And then kids move on. But if you just sort of like fast. don't say anything, yeah. right? That's and done. then they're like staring, yeah. and they want to they want to ask questions, and they right. don't, and then it makes it awkward. So we just learned that it's like just better to get it over with on the first day, and then they okay. can, everyone can move on. Good. <laughs> that's yeah. actually Absolutely. really smart. Yeah, really smart. To yeah, figure yeah. that out. So when did you start playing <laughs> sports? When did you, when did you figure out that softball was your thing? And did you try lots of things? I started playing sports when I was four I played t-ball mm-hmm. <laughs> um when I was a little met yeah soccer yeah I played soccer and my mom was probably like oh yeah we'll put her in soccer she can use her feet yeah and I was like mom I'm gonna be the goalie yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna be the goalie she, goalie. Was, she was the goalie yeah, yeah. <laughs> and of course I, I chose the one position and I was like oh I want to catch the ball I don't want to Kick it. Like, why would I do that? I remember picking yeah. it from practice. Yeah. And she got in the car and she was like, Mom, I really want to be a goalie. And I was like, Okay. Oh, I'm like, Tell your coach the next day you want to be a goalie. And she was like, All right. And so, how'd he take that? He was like, Well, like, sure. go sure, for it. Sure. Yeah. He had great coaches. I had great coaches. coaches. Yeah. yeah. That's mm-hmm. awesome. Yeah. yeah. That's yeah. so good. And you did it. Yeah, mm-hmm. I did it. Yeah. yeah. She was a really good goalie, too. Yeah. A lot of the things I learned was like on YouTube. So, I learned how to do my glove switch. You know, Jim Abbott. Yes. Okay, so I learned how to do my glove switch from watching a video of Jim Abbott. Doing oh. His. Yes, and then I learned how to tie my shoes doing that way, like learning off of YouTube. Learned ponytail. Ponytail. I learned a lot of things. <laughs> Just other people posting about it. Wow. Yeah. That's a great resource. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, wow. it is. And That's she, amazing. Yeah. And uh, she also got to meet Jim Abbott when she was like 10, which was pretty yeah, awesome. Yeah, that was a... Yeah, That's really good experience. Crazy. And he was such yeah. an amazing guy. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. That's what an amazing. amazing. Yeah. 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 Oh my God. Yeah. yeah. What a what a neat honor. He played catch with her. It was so cute. Yeah. <laughs> it was cute. That is yeah. really awesome. Yeah. Okay. So then So I've never seen you play basketball. Oh yeah. But I've seen your videos on softball. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So we're gonna show some clips. Okay. But I want you to explain to our listeners now how you play softball. Ooh. Okay, let's see. I always get asked this question. I never know how quite to explain it because I have my own little terms. But for batting, I mostly just hold the bat with one hand. It looks like I have my little arm on it, but it's just there for resting. So I put the bat on my shoulder, and then once the pitcher gets ready, I put it up. The nub is still on the um, bottom of the bat, Mm -hmm. and to keep it kind of balanced. Um, and then as soon as she starts pitching, I let go of it, and then I just crank back. <laughs> and, <laughs> and okay. go. I'm going to interrupt you right uh-huh. there, because yeah. to me, that's the most remarkable part. Yeah. Okay. 
because we're talking softball here. Yeah. Mm-hmm. For for anybody that's watched girls softball. Oh yeah. You play on a sixty foot diamond. Yes. Yeah. So the pitcher's at forty feet, if I'm not mistaken. Mm-hmm. Is that mm-hmm. correct? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Wow. And it's underhand. Yeah. Because it's fast pitch. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's fast. And that ball is coming even quicker. Yeah. Than it appears in a in a major oh, yeah. league baseball yeah. game yeah. because of the distance. Yeah. 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 Time. yeah. And yes. the fact that you can do that yeah. one handed yeah. and hit the ball to the wall. Yeah. Right. <laughs> blew me out of the water. Yeah. I, mean, I was just blown away. Yeah. Right. You know? Right, right, right. There's yeah. people with two hands that cannot <laughs> no. do what you do. Yeah. No, for sure. One handed. Yeah. And definitely hitting was, you know, that if you look at like her trajectory of softball and like the challenges with it. Um, that was definitely the thing that took the longest for her was the biggest struggle. Um, and she would get so frustrated. Yeah. I mean, like she's an amazing softball player now, but like she wasn't a kid that like, you know, from day one was just like, I'm this amazing, you know, the star of my team. I'm this amazing. Right. So she had to like really go through it and really stick with it to get to where she is now. Mm -hmm. Um, I always tell the story of like when she was, she was probably about 10, um, playing fall ball and, she played the entire season and didn't hit the ball a single time. So like in softball, right around 10 or 11 is when pitching really like takes a huge jump. Yeah. 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 So you go from like them just sort of like lobbing it in there to kids, girls like really figuring it out. And so the speed Mm. really increases. And so she went that entire season without hitting the ball a single time all season. Yeah. So we, I remember we got to the last game and she was like, (laughs) We went to the last game. We were going to it, and she said, um, "She said, Mom, I just want to get one hit." We went to the game, and so every time she went up to bat that game, I was like, "Please just hit the ball!" You know, like <laughs> just like please mm-hmm. hit the ball. <clears throat> and she had her last at bat, and she was up there, and I was just like, just sitting there, like just please hit the ball. Yeah. And she, you know, struck out, and I was just like, <sighs> and you know, she always kind of holds. She's just the kid that like she won't most people won't outwardly know what's going on with her. Um, and so we walked away from it as we were walking to the car, she just started bawling and she got in the car and she was just like, I don't think I can do this. Like she was just so like, you know, beaten down by it. And I said, I said, well, let's get, let's find you a hitting coach. Let's work all like off season on your hitting. And then I don't want you to just quit. Let's just try it. And then let's do that. And then do another one more season and see how after that and see how it goes. And so she agreed to that. And, um, so she worked on her hitting all off season and, uh, made huge strides that next season and then refound her love for softball. But yeah, like, you know, people now would probably just think that like, she was just like able to do it, you know, but it was like, she really had to put the work in. Oh my goodness. That's amazing. Yeah. Yeah. That is amazing. Yeah. Okay. So now you, you've got hitting down. Yeah. Yeah. So now you have to figure out how to catch the ball. Oh yeah. Is catching a little bit easier or no? I mean, I mean, everyone catches the same. I have my glove on my right hand, so that wasn't any different. Um, my glove transition has always been hard, but, I mean, I've been doing it for so long now, it, I don't really think about it, but it definitely was a process. Um, mm-hmm. So I catch the ball, and then <laughs> I flip my hand upside down. I put my arm or my hand in my armpit of my little arm, I 
Oh, I can't even think about what I so, do anymore. So, but, <laughs> I know, because yeah, it's, so it's all flow. But it's yeah. one motion. For, yeah. for those I've, that aren't watching your yeah. hand motion, yeah. so you're taking your glove hand. Yes, mm -hmm. my okay. glove hand. Yeah. So you rotate it up facing the sky. Yeah, mm -hmm. facing the you sky. You tuck it underneath your left arm. Yep. Okay. Yeah. you got to get you're, the ball out. Yeah. But you're pinching it to hold it. Yeah, I'm holding it. And then you reach in. Now you've, you've removed your hand from the glove. Yeah. You reach in. You grab the ball. Yeah. And then what? And then I throw it. Yeah, so you grab the ball out. I grab the ball out and I throw it. And then I don't know really how I do this, but I somehow I rotate my glove and it just goes back on my hand. I don't know. Like I, <laughs> I do it so many times because, I mean, you're playing catch and that's that's a lot of reps as it is. Yeah. Switching, like playing catch. Growing up, I was like, oh, I don't want to play catch. That's so much work. I take my glove off every <laughs> so single time times. I throw the ball. And... Um, so yeah, but no, no, it's fine now, but it definitely, catch was not my favorite thing. I mean, the speed wow. that she can do it is like, that's what amazes most people is she does it so fast that some people, it takes a lot, some people a really long time to even realize that she has one hand and that she's yeah. doing that because she does it so quickly. Like <clears throat> she's, you know, cause obviously when you're trying to get recruited for college, you do a lot of like college showcases and camps and stuff. Yeah. And at some of those, they'll do like, um, evaluations where they actually like take metrics on you like how fast she can yeah. throw mm -hmm. oh, yeah. and she can do that like faster than a lot of kids with two hands mm -hmm. like that's how fast she can do it. it's crazy well it, it i've watched it several times yeah and i it looks like one motion yeah, yeah. it is it's like it's, it's like, like, like a one motion but it's like four steps you got to put it in <laughs> yeah. you got to grab the ball out yeah you know that's a lot and it amazes me that she never like makes a mistake like she never what i mean is like you think that every once in a while you would like miss the ball as you go to grab it yes. out or something yeah but, i yeah. think honestly the the most thing that happens is either my hand is so sweaty that i can't like get it out your hand yeah because yes, it's in the glove it's yeah in the glove or um when you catch the ball sometimes in a weird spot it gets like stuck in the pocket yes and i'll like pull it out i'm like i can't get the ball out so it slows you that's down a little bit. slows a little but bit. like yeah. just like barely but other than that I don't think it slows you down that much. Yeah, you're yeah. Gonna go away to play college. Yeah, I know. Yeah. That is yeah. amazing. Yeah. So, yeah. So tell us a little bit about that like process. And I'm curious, like, <laughs> um, did you have to like have a meeting prior to that and go yeah. listen? Yeah. <laughs> by the time she got to that age, you know, pretty much by the time she got to high school, yeah. I didn't do that anymore. Well, she can speak for herself. Plus kids are just you know, better at understanding yeah. what's going on. So they don't sure. really ask questions. Yeah. Right. Um, but but I mean, yeah, the college thing was quite a process. Um, right. It's hard because you, on the one hand, people think it's a very inspiring story and mm -hmm. they think it's interesting yeah. and unique. But on the other hand, you know, college coaches only have so, so many, many spots on their roster. Right. So you have to, they have to be convinced that like it's, um, not a liability yeah not a liability for them or yeah. and that they're going to be able to coach it I think some of them have like it's different like you know like it's going to be different coaching her than it's going to be yeah. mm -hmm. coaching sure. someone else like yeah. is that gonna mm -hmm. you know like mm -hmm. she can't get the hitting coaching the same as like an, yeah. how they would tell someone to hit with two yeah. hands and so they get I think some coaches get a little mm -hmm. intimidated by oh, that sure. you know? yeah 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 like because you have to play on a lot of travel teams if you want to get um Better. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Good enough to be seen. Exactly. Yeah, good enough to be seen. And when you switch that often, a lot of times coaches just don't coach me on hitting. I mean, they'll coach me, like, 
the small little tip that they can give me, but sometimes they just they just get nervous. They don't know what to say. Mm-hmm. So I mean, it's it's a big. They've never seen this before. They're sure. like, I've been around softball for twenty years. I've never seen this before. But um, so it's a lot of like self coaching. Sure. Um, but I think the biggest part of my process of getting recruited was um, trying to stand out, but not just stand out because I have one arm, but stand out as a good player. Mm. That was always my thing. Like coaches would come up to me and be like, oh my gosh, like you're such a great player. Like um, keep in contact. But you never know if that's, oh, because you're a, you're a one arm softball player or if you're a good player. So like players that got notified by coaches and like talked to by coaches at these recruiting camps and stuff, Mm -hmm. I was like, oh, they must be good. But for me, I'm like, oh, are they just talking to me because I have one arm or Mm. if I'm a good player? Mm. So, like, deceiving. But, um, yeah, I just, I mean, whatever coaches continue to talk to me, I assumed that was (laughs) a good thing. A good thing, yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. But, I mean, going to so many camps, going Mm -hmm. to so many, like, showcase tournaments, there's always a coach that talks to me after a game just because they've... They want to. They want to talk to me. Yeah, but, but it is remarkable. <laughs> yeah, it is. Yeah, it, it's amazing what you accomplish. Yeah, and the, you don't know any different. Yeah, this is no. This is what you do. This is it. Is yeah. there anything, still to this day, that you have difficulty with? Yeah. With with, <laughs> with only your right hand. Yeah, um, which is a big thing with sports. Putting my hair up. Pretty and hard. A ponytail. And a ponytail. A ponytail. You yeah. Understand that, baby. Yeah. Yeah. No. Putting your hair up in a ponytail yeah. is the hardest thing yes. still today. Yes. I can like put it up if I'm in the right kind of room with the right chair because I have to put it up on a chair, like put my hair back on a chair. Gotcha. And <laughs> and then like put my head down, like get in the right spot, and then tie it. It's so many steps. So it's many. So steps. It's so frustrating. I'm exhausted. Yeah, you. I know. Like, yeah. I start like sweating. It takes like an sports, hour. You do this constantly, yeah. right? Yeah. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, I'm tired of this. So then I just have my mom do it, or I have a friend do it, or yeah, or someone, someone do it. I just, have you ever thought about hair. a different haircut? <laughs> no, I should. I should just like shave my head. No. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't. No, have but to. you have enough there for locks of love. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. You know, yeah. you, I do. You, you could do a cute little bob haircut yeah. or something. Look at you. Yeah. You're like I have no hair, yeah. but something shoulder length like yeah. You know, what? Oh yeah. You know? That's so funny. Sure. Yeah. Probably will. Yeah. yeah. But but um, putting your hair up in a ponytail is probably the hardest thing to do. Then. Yeah. Okay. How about now? Let's go completely off the subject here. How about dating? Have you found it interesting that guys don't want to approach you or no. do you have a boyfriend? <laughs> I mean, what? let's talk about that. Nope. <laughs> no, not want to do that. No, it hasn't. No, it hasn't been any different. I mean, I've been with these people since I was young. Sure, they all know me. Difference. They don't really see any different mm-hmm. from me. But. She's had such a great group of friends. Yeah. I think that's been huge for her sure. that she's had the opportunity to like, grow up here from the time she was in kindergarten yeah so like by the time she's the age she is now like those kids don't even like it's you know until you get called double dribble you're like yeah yeah and i think that's what she thinks about like going to college right like it's a that'll be her first time like going into an environment where she literally won't know knows a single person right and so it'll all be new yeah and are you looking forward to it what is your are you do you have a little bit of fear about it or what are your thoughts nah 
I mean, I've been put in so many different situations with new people. Mm-hmm. It, I don't think because of be, sports. Because of sports, yeah. Just like if yeah. you're an athlete, you're always meeting new people, and you're always putting, you always have to be friends with them at some point. Yeah. But um, so I'm not nervous about that. I'm more nervous about independence. Like when I think of like little things that I have to do, um, I'm like, oh wait. Like, like, like having to ask someone to put their hair in a ponytail. Yeah. Like, so, like, this summer. Hey, can you be my buddy? Yeah. yeah. Like, you don't want to be the 18-year-old that has to ask someone. Yeah. Even yeah. though, sure. like, it's an obvious reason that she needs it, it's you still, still don't want to be the person that has to ask somebody for help, right? Yeah. I get yeah. that. Yeah. Okay. Let me ask something else. What about driving? Oh. Whew. Okay. I actually went on my, when I went on my first driving lesson when I was, like, 15 and a half. That's when it was around there. Mm-hmm. Um. My driving instructor actually had me put my nub on the wheel. So I was like this. So just think about how uncomfortable it is. It's like putting both your elbows on a oh. on a steering wheel. And then you drive. You do that driving lesson for two hours. And just think of the neck pain after that. Mm. Anyways. Yeah. yeah. Because it, they require two hands on the yes. wheel. Yes. Yeah. And so I took my driver's test like that. I actually failed my first driver's test because my person was... a not nice. Not nice. Not no. nice. We had to not actually nice. go in and talk to the DMV about it. He was, yeah. He was very um, prejudicial against her disability, I'll just say. Yeah. yeah. Because of the two hands on the wheel? Or she, no, he just didn't believe just, that she needed to do it. It was just it. obvious from the beginning that he didn't think that she could be or should be driving. Um, so he really just had it in his mind to fail her before the thing even started. Just oh, the comments yeah. that he made and stuff to her were very oh. unnecessary and yeah. it was clear that he I'm, was... I'm sorry. Ah, yeah. I'm sorry not you. okay. Was, yeah. yeah. Not okay. If that... I mean, I was 16 at the time. Whew. That hit. I was mad. I was right? mad. Yeah. You had every right to be mad. Yeah. Every right to be mad. I was, I was frustrated. Yeah. I took it again. Two weeks later, and I passed. So okay, it, it worked out. Colors. Yeah, we're flying colors. Yeah, I'm great. Okay, so <laughs> that's not an issue. Not an issue. Can, yeah. yeah. The only thing I think you'd have problem driving is a is a truck or something that requires yes. shifting. Stick shift. Yeah, stick yeah. shift. Yeah, oh, for sure. Yeah. yeah. I mean, the hardest part about <clears throat> driving is the turn signal, right? Oh yeah. So, um, oh. I'm, I'm sure my parents probably were a little scared about this when I <laughs> first learned how to drive, but <laughs> so. Uh, <laughs> I probably shouldn't say this, but when I do use my turn signal, there's no hands on the wheel. So I just... Right, because she can't... I slide my hand. Like, when I first was driving, I actually put my nub up and hit my turn signal. But I was like, that's too many steps. So then I just go like this and slide my hand over, hit the turn signal, go back over. So Gotcha. I mean, but I'm like, I've done it for two years now, and I'm pretty good at it, so... Well, it's, I, I think you, it, it's <laughs> obvious that you just adapt yeah. to everything. Right. And yeah. People probably don't even notice that that hand's coming off the wheel because yeah. you're, it's you're so, so quick about it. Yeah. It's just yeah. second nature to Yeah, you. it is. It is. Mm-hmm. And when I first got my license, the guy that actually failed me the first time, he was like, well, you need a knob when you drive. You know those like little oh, knobs yeah. on the steering wheel? Yeah. Those and, are illegal, I believe. Yeah. And he was like, well, you need one of those and you have to put it on your... Sh- on your license that you need one of those but then and that would mean she would never be able to drive a car yeah, if so it didn't have one i got like a rental car right. i couldn't drive that car i was like i'm not doing that like i am gonna drive any car so <laughs> and <laughs> you like, were eh. adamant that that oh, is yeah. what you're gonna do yeah 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 
Mm-hmm. And and there's so, so the knob you're talking about those what I'm thinking of is completely different. They they have them on tractors for turning really tight. This is more for like a handicap driver. Yeah, 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 yeah exactly. Con- yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. But then you're right. Then it you'd be consider, yeah. considered dis- a disabled driver, uh-huh. yeah. and you wouldn't be able to drive anything but that yeah particular car. car. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, mm-hmm. that's that's hard. Okay, yeah. mm-hmm. that's really hard. So that was a little bit of a challenge. Yeah, trying to overcome that. Yeah, but um, but you talked to them. Obviously, you got another appointment, and you. Yep. So. Yep. You're like. There we you go. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> talk to them nicely. Yeah. No, no. Yeah. We talked to them. Yeah. <laughs> and I had some interesting cover. Another one that happened to her was uh, she went to Six Flags. Oh. Um, oh, look. Oh. She's like, yeah. Yeah. When she was in junior high, yeah. um, was eighth grade? Yeah. It was my eighth, eighth grade, grade trip. trip. So the whole okay. school, you know, the whole class goes yeah. to Six Flags for their trip together. And it's just the students who go with like a few chaperone teachers. So like there's no parents there. Right. And um, she had a pretty <laughs> poor experience with that. Yeah. Do you want to explain? Well, um, I went on, I don't remember the name of the rides because it, it just, the yeah. yeah, it was one of the bigger roller coasters. It was a f- like one of the second rides I went on when I got there. Uh-huh. And I sat down after waiting in line and there's, when you walk into the you park. Know, for like an hour and a half yeah. or two hours. When you first walk into a line. There's always like a sign that says you can't ride this ride because you have a pacemaker. You can't ride this ride yeah. because you You're know pregnant. Yeah, so and so. So there's there was nothing on there that said you can't ride this ride because you have one arm. Anyways, I sat down in the ride and I'm ready to go. Got my buckled on and stuff. With all of her like 13 year old friends. Yeah, and the worker comes over to me and she goes, um, "You can't ride this ride and you get off." Like, and then I was. I obviously didn't ask why because I was 13 and I was so like, I was like, what? What do you mean I can't ride this ride? Like, it's the roller coaster. Like, hey, I'm fine. Um, and she'd been to a lot of amusement parks before. Yeah. yeah. And sure. so then yeah. I just, I just got off and, and then I was like, okay, it's not going to happen again. Like, that's just the only ro- ride. Like, yeah, we fine. Went on the next ride and it happened again. And I was like, why? I asked why this time. And she was like, well, the ride broke down, like, you need to climb down a ladder. Like, you need to climb down the ladder of the ride. And you need to be able to hold on to the handlebars. And I'm like, don't you always say, like, put your hands up, like, on a ride? Or, you know, like... Plus or you can climb a ladder just fine. Yeah. I I've have, seen like, a some bunk really old people on rides that definitely would not be able <laughs> yeah. to climb a ladder. <laughs> yeah. Anyways, yeah. so I got off the ride, and I was, like, bawling at this point. And it happened maybe, like, two other times. But other than that... All that day? Yes. It was it was rough. It was oh, a, it was a hard just day. Just want you to go on the carousel on that day. Yeah, yeah, yeah so pretty she much. She just kept staying in line with all of her friends, you know, and then we get to the point where she got on the ride, and then they would have they tell her to get off, and then she'd have to sit there while all of her friends rode, you know, and she just. Oh was, my gosh, that's yeah. rough. That's yeah, really rough. And usually my parents are there, and they can like speak up for me, advocate for her. Yes, but yeah, yeah, yeah. I get that. Yeah, yeah for and sure. At thirteen, she wasn't really ready yet to be advocating for herself so you know she just sort of sat there sad sure, <laughs> you know yeah. um, obviously if we would have been there after it happened the first time we would have went and took her you know and talked to somebody and yeah whatever so you know it sort of ruined her whole eighth grade trip experience and so she came home and we the second i got in the car yeah i was like i started bawling yeah, I was like, she was so upset <laughs> Uh, Have you been back since? No. They gave me free tickets. It was funny because she told us all about it, and we were trying to decide, like, what to do, and she decided that she really wanted to um, 
she wanted to try to do something about it because she wanted someone else in her situation not experience the same right. thing. Yeah. So she, we decided to try to contact them to basically like just advocate for amputees in general and because they could make a couple of very simple changes and it would have yeah. made a huge difference, right? Like if it really is the fact that you can't ride a ride with this, like have it on the sign up front. Like don't let someone stand in line for, for two, two hours and, and then be so discouraged. Yeah. And, and then, you know, be embarrassed in front of your friends and yeah, whatever. Sure. Um, or, you know, like, you know, have something when you're originally purchasing the tickets for the amusement park or have like some training for the, um, for the actual people who are working there, yeah. like they could have on the very first ride, right. When they were having her get off, yeah. they could have said something to her and said like, here's the reason why you can go here to find out all of the rides that you can't rise. So she's yeah. just not like over and over. Like, trying. Yeah. Right? So there's like a lot of like simple things they could change to make it a, like a bench better, better experience, experience yeah, for, for her. Sure. Mm-hmm. And, um, so we tried to do that. Um, they weren't very receptive of it, mm. um, and but they did send her free tickets to have to come back. Yeah, and like, she was like, "Why would I want to?" Yeah, <laughs> and they just sat there. Yeah, why? Never yeah, used why them. would I want to yeah. come back there when I'm gonna that's, get? That's wrong and in like, so many aspects. Yeah, yeah. probably I mean. super inconsistent too. Yeah, because you're just like, I don't even know what I can and cannot. Yeah, because and neither do they. You yeah. know, they're just trying to. And it was yeah. totally random. Like yeah. I said, we she's been to we've been to we're huge like. We go on lots of adventures. We've been to lots of. She's she's been to a ton of amusement parks. She's been on a million roller coasters. Right. Yeah, no one's ever said anything. So like, why? What's special why about your well, roller coaster? And to me, that that sounds like a violation of the Americans with Disability Act. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. Exactly what we think. Like, yeah. yeah. We yeah. even talked to a lawyer about it, and not and honestly, like we didn't want to sue them. No. Like, we didn't right. want to make any right. money off of it. We yeah. wanted We're them to awareness. like try to make a yeah. change. Yeah. And um, he was the one that helped us like draft the letter, like how we would write it to them and stuff. And it came down to where it was obvious they weren't going to like voluntarily do anything. And so the only way we would have been able to do it is like literally like take them to court. Mm. And, you know, she would have had to. It would just been this whole like process. And at that age when she was 13, she just wasn't. We left it up to her. You know, we would have done it if she wanted to. But she was just like. Oh, dropped it. I but get yeah. it. Yeah. 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 Oh my. I would have done it now. I'm yeah. Sorry yeah. That happened. You're yeah. like, yeah, now I would have yeah. done it. Yeah. yeah. Okay, and I so, want to talk to the person that failed. Yeah. yeah. So let's talk future. What yeah. do you want to do in the future? Oh yes. And this two part question. Okay. So what do you want to do in the future? And do you want to have a family? Yes. And if you yes. do, is this do you run a risk of one of your children having the same That issue? might be a mom question. I don't yeah. Know. Okay. <laughs> well, I want to be an occupational therapist when I grow up. Um, that's what my goal is right now. I mean, it could change. Sure. But um, I went to a lot of occupational therapists growing up. So did my brother. And they were the people that, like, really changed my life and let me do the small things, like the little independent things, like um, how to cut food, how to... Um, well, I did a paper in yeah. elementary school. Yeah, yeah, just like small things you don't even think of. <laughs> and I want to do that for other people. I think I'd have a good a little insight of how to help them. <laughs> yeah, just so, a little. Yeah, just a little bit. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, that's that's my goals so far. Okay, so that's what you're going to go to school for. Yes. Okay, so. Yeah. Um, and can I ask you, oh, you had a second part. Just well, that yeah, do you want to have a family? Yes. And if you have children, do you run the risk of? I was like three, but. Yeah. <laughs> I do want to have a family. I yeah. yeah, I want to have a family. Um, and I don't really know. No, she doesn't. No, it's I don't. A, it's a, they call it like a, um, calls like a spontaneous event or something. So yeah. there's no, it's not a genetic thing. It's just something that like, 
can happen yeah. essentially. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So there's, there's no, she has no higher risk of having a kid with an amputation than any other person. I would love to uh, adopt a kid with an amputation. Oh, so I can that is kind so... of will guide them. Mm-hmm. That's amazing. Yeah. That's so cool. Yeah. <laughs> I love that. I love yeah. adoption in general, but, um, but that is remarkable yeah. because you would know how that kid feels yeah, for mm-hmm. sure you yeah. know and just to just to have that support system mm-hmm. oh it's huge yeah, it's yeah huge. for sure that is crazy um how did you choose to go to um Cal Lutheran did they choose you did you choose them did you how did that happen um so at the end I was narrowing it down to two schools um Cal Lutheran and Pacific University in Oregon mm-hmm. Forest Grove Oregon um, and Forest Grove, Oregon was a little bit too far from home, but they were like great school. I loved the school. Um, but it was rainy and I'm an outdoor sport and I was like, oh, I don't know if I can do this. And you really like the Cal Lutheran coach a lot. And the Cal Lutheran, yeah, I was going to go back to Cal Lutheran. Yeah. yeah. And, but Cal Lutheran, when I went on the visit, their coach was awesome. Their coach, mm. how long have they been coaching there? She was like 20 something years 20 something years yeah Yeah. so she she knows she knows what she's doing Mm, um that's great yeah she played um softball before she was like an all-american she played like division one at like i think maybe asu or university Uh, i think it was university yeah yeah -hmm. and she's coached at uh school in the past anyways she had really cool background um and the way that she picked her players was like she picked off of personality. She knew at this level that every player could, you know, play. Mm-hmm. But she picked off – she wanted a team. She wanted a good team. So then when we went on a visit, I could really – I really saw that. Mm-hmm. Everyone was super nice, super friendly. Um, yeah, yeah, she put a lot of stock in people's, like, ability to, like, lead and be good teammates. Yeah. Like, that was really, really important to her. Yeah. Like, if there's – family. Yeah, yeah. Like, she said, yes. like, if there's two players and they have, you know, similar talent or even one maybe is even slightly better, she'll still pick the one with the higher character because yeah. awesome. that's how she built oh, the team. Oh, I love yeah. that. Yeah. Absolutely. Oh, that's a seller yeah. for me, yeah. too. That's yeah. so good. When we were doing the recruiting process, um, you know, like, when she's first going to all the events, she would get, like, recruited by <laughs> – coaches in like Kansas and Kentucky and you know like all over the place and at first she was like thought about it she was like oh that'd be cool you know like yeah um and because they were like higher division schools because Cal Lutheran's division three Mm -hmm. and she was like that would be really cool to play at the highest level that I can play at you know kind of thing but then after we started like got further into it started thinking about it she was like you know what she's like I really would rather like she said I really want to play softball in college Mm -hmm. But I don't want it to be the the only reason that I'm going there. Like, I don't want to go to a school in Kentucky just because they want me to play softball there. But I don't really want to live there. And I don't know anything, you know, kind of thing. Right. So she changed her mind to where she decided, okay, we're just going to pick, like, schools that you really want to go to. Yeah. And then we'll just keep emailing those coaches and yeah. visiting yeah. and see if we can get any traction. So she picked like 10 schools, I think. Yeah. And she applied to all of them, just regular application, you know, okay. like you're any other student. Mm-hmm. And then we just emailed right. the coaches and um, she got traction with two of the coaches, the two she was referring to. Yeah. So did you go in, are you going in as a walk-on? Are you going in as a, um, nope. as a recruit? Yep. As a recruit. Okay. Yep. Yep. Okay. That's wonderful. That yeah. is amazing. Well, we'll make yeah. sure we tag them in this. I yes. love yeah. this Do it. Yeah. yeah. That'd be great. Yeah. That, that is um, And your softball field backs up to the baseball field, doesn't it? 
For uh, at Kowloon. Kowloon, yeah. They're right next to each other. Yeah, they're right next yeah. to each other. Because mm -hmm. Ryan, when we were doing the travel ball circuit, mm -hmm. we played a lot we at did. Kowloon. Oh, yeah. Interesting. So that's yeah. a very beautiful little campus right it there. It is. Tucked away really, in Thousand Oaks. Yeah. So yeah. yeah. It's it's neat. Uh, yeah. One of Holly's very good friends actually graduated from yes. Kowloon. Oh, oh, wow. Interesting. Yeah. yeah. It is super interesting. Yeah. yeah. But I do want to hear a little bit how you... Um, or how did you hear about 17 Strong? Or how did you hear about Ryan? Or... Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, honestly, I heard about it mostly through my grandparents. Um, oh, they talked a lot about it. A lot about it. Um, I point us towards the podcast. We listen to those. Um, oh, so you are uh, you? You've heard the podcast? Yes, I have. <laughs> oh, I didn't yeah. even know that. Yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, they had been to some events for Seventeen Strong. Yeah. So they first or the ones that first said something and brought you some stuff. Some, yeah. Like, 17 Strong swag, right? For yeah. I have like fun. Oh, I got like a green hoodie when I was. You're pretty young. I was, yeah. 10, 11, something. I don't know. Oh, junior wow. High. Yeah, I don't know. It was a while ago. Yeah, junior it was high, a while ago. High. Yeah, junior yeah. high, maybe. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Yeah. yeah. That's really great. And yeah. then, of course, AG. Yeah. AG, AG yeah. High. He's yeah. kind of a... And you were in leadership. Yep. So, and I know you saw a couple of things that he did in leadership, didn't you? Yeah, I saw... Um, we have these, like, little magnets that Hurtado assigns us jobs to. Um, so, we put our little magnet, and then she puts where your job is next to it. And his little magnet is still up on there. His name. His yeah. name. She she sent me a picture of yeah. it. Yeah, yeah. Um, but it doesn't have his job on it. it just said no. <laughs> it's okay. you put the you put like the magnet on the board and then she writes it next on the board. job. Next yeah. Year. Okay. So yeah. you are. Um, he doesn't have a job. Next okay. He yeah. doesn't have yeah. a job. Yeah. Exactly. He, he does. It's just <laughs> yeah. a little bit bigger. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Exactly. Okay, yeah. It's a big it. job now. Yeah. 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 Um, yeah. And then um, how did you figure out? Because we had talked. We you can't really apply for this um, oh, yeah. scholarship. So yeah. well, how did you figure it out? And um, yeah, tell us a little bit about that. Well, I actually, so they had the little um, scholarship uh, assembly. That's cool. They called all the mm -hmm. scholarship. Oh. Um, but I wasn't, <laughs> I actually didn't get called to it. Um, <laughs> and I was walking out of lunch and Wilson Home was like, congratulations on getting the 17 strong scholarship. And I was like, what? <laughs> I got what? And because I didn't get called to the scholarship assembly. So no to, one even, they forgot to tell her. <laughs> like, yeah. you forgot to tell me? Yeah. Oh. And so then I was like, what? And so then I was like, oh. so I went to her Tato and she was like, oh, yeah, like you won that. And she's like, oh, I, I, I remember that you got it, but we didn't send out the notes for you in time. It was like this whole thing. I was like, oh, whatever. What? <laughs> then I, yeah, I know. And then I went to, um, Miss Boyd, I believe that's her name. She does like the career center. You're like, I gotta see if this is. Like yeah, yeah. I know. So <laughs> yeah. I went to her and she gave me a little, my little packet. Then yeah, awesome. She, she yep. came home. She was so excited. I was so excited. Yeah, yeah. she was so awesome. excited. Awesome. Yeah. That like for so her, cool. like she couldn't have won a cooler scholarship. Yeah, like no, that's just the coolest. Yeah. That is so cool. Yeah. So yeah. it's pretty. And I have to say, um, Ryan would have picked Riley. hundred <laughs> percent. Oh, because. Riley, Whatever. You fit Ryan's motto, and that's attitude is everything. Attitude mm -hmm. is everything. You you haven't let a disability you were born with, you didn't, you weren't given a choice in this world, but you haven't let it stop you mm -hmm. from anything. Yeah. Just slow you down. Yeah. Tie in a ponytail. Yeah. <laughs> but ponytail man. It hasn't stopped. Yeah. You, yeah. And I think there's so much that so many people can learn from that. Um, um, have you ever watched? Um, 
the story about Bethany Hamilton. Mm-hmm. Oh yes. Yeah. You know? yeah. Isn't yep. she amazing? I mean, yeah, that's amazing is. in and of that's itself. That's an attitude and, right there. You know, yeah. That, yeah. that was a shark that did yeah. that to her. <laughs> yeah. But you haven't known any different. Mm-hmm. She had to relearn everything. everything. Right. Yeah. yeah. Because she, yeah, all she was, knew yeah. was yeah. using two hands. Yeah. Yeah. I, I watched her story and I was like, man, I am lucky that I was born this way. Like, yeah. I don't think I could have, I mean, I probably could have, but yeah, that would have been a lot harder. Like there's yeah. so much respect to people that lose. Oh, and she's, live. she's amazing. Yeah. She, amazing she, mom too. Amazing mom. We, she, yeah. you know, does the diapers with both <laughs> of her feet. With her feet. And, yeah. I mean, I was blown just away. Yeah. Amazing. I was That's, blown away. Yeah. Yeah, yep. yeah. Yeah. That was super crazy. So yeah. And see, and, um, I just, I just love that. I yeah. love that. Um, cause I know that you, you would be Ryan's friend. I know hundred <laughs> percent that Ryan would be like, I need to, I need more of Riley in my life. And I'd be like, yeah, and I said the same thing. Like I need to meet this girl. I need to know everything about her. Um, yeah. And definitely follow you in, in the future because, oh, yeah. um, I can't wait to see see you know what else happens and what you do because um it's gonna be good no matter what. it's gonna be good <laughs> yeah you know thank you i just think it's awesome we're so you? happy to have you both here we're gonna wrap up this podcast yeah yeah thank we you wish you the us. best in your college career and being an occupational therapist yeah yes we're gonna continue to follow you um lisa thank you for doing thank you amazing so much job, yes uh this is amazing a, a wonderful wonderful daughter uh, yeah thank you. That, that doesn't know any different <laughs> The world needs more people like her. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I agree. It's definitely been more my honor to be her parent. She's right. taught me so much in my life. She's an amazing daughter. Kid. I, say, yeah. Yeah. I say the same thing yeah. about Ryan. I'm like, yeah. there were so many things that he taught me through it. Huge. And I just, and I know that we have a mutual friend with um, Louis Muscardi and a big shout out to him. Oh, yes. Um, we love Louis Muscardi. I yeah. mean, we love him. He is, was one of, I mean, he was part of Ryan's testimony. Yeah. So, um, we, we just love him so much. So his I daughter Avery is the same age as Riley. So yep. they played sports together. Oh yeah. 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 Did you get to play with her or against her? Both. 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 Okay. Yeah. Cool. She was at mission. I got to play against her. That's oh, awesome. Wow. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. Well, just such a, I love the community that we live in mm-hmm. because they're super supportive and, yeah. um, yeah, I just, I really can't wait. So it's been an honor to get to know you and, um, Hopefully we'll have a great friendship after yes, this. Yeah, and, for um, sure. Yeah. So congratulations on everything. And um, yeah. Thank you. Thank you so Thank much. Thank you for having us. Yeah. So with that, we'll wrap up another 17 Strong Podcast. Thanks to all of our listeners. And remember, attitude is everything. You've been listening to 17 Strong. Victories don't come by accident. To be part of the show, make a donation, or request more information, go to 17strong.org. That's S-E-V-E-N-T-E-E-N strong.org.